Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at highfivecasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards and come back to get free coins every four hours only at highfivecasino.com high five casino is a social casino no purchase necessary void were prohibited play responsibly terms and conditions apply see website for details at high the number five casino.com high five casino this is gone racing vison's premier nascar betting podcast here are your hosts former nascar driver brendan gone and las vegas motor speedways jeff motley and welcome back in, everybody, to Gone Racing. As we now have a new intro, we don't even need to introduce ourselves unless you don't know the difference between Brendan and Jeff. I guess that's a good point. Should we have a little little name plates in front of us so you know which one? They is put which? it on the screen for us. If you're, if it you're is on, on the podcast, screen, you're right. right you're yeah. right. And if you're listening, then you probably know the difference in my southern twang and your west coast voice. I could I can give me a little southern twang in there. Well, you've been down south enough. You lived I, in North Carolina. One Moonshine for a while. Master Distillers last night. I'm just saying. I, I, I got. The <laughs> I was going to say the guy that owns the Moonshine Company <laughs> is talking to the guy who grew up in the South. You know, I mean, go figure. We, we got it right. Welcome to <laughs> professionally unprofessional. Jeff Motley and Brendan gone, gone racing. Mr. Motley, last week we kicked off our season finally. Real bets, real action. Daytona 500, and a guy that you and I always say is a threat on the on their super speedways. He did. Now we always kind of we give him a hard time. We we will be honest and say we do give. We, we have a few nicknames. We, some we, we can we, say on the air. So we, we do can't. give Ricky a hard time some days. <laughs> but Ricky Stenhouse getting it done at Daytona. In by the way, the longest Daytona 500 in history. Yeah, had the overtimes, the two overtimes. Ricky Stenhouse. He's such a great uh, super speedway racer. We've seen him win at Talladega, Daytona. Uh, came in as a 30 to one favorite. A huge, huge. Uh, underdog, I guess, if you will. I mean, we had some favorites that were coming in at like 10 and 12 to one. So he came in 30 to one and we've been seeing this. We saw this last year with Austin Sendrick. We saw it the year before with Michael McDowell. That seems to be what Daytona's producing are guys that are long shots to win the race. Well, I mean, everybody's a long shot there, as you always say. Top three was plus 850. I went on the Chevy route on my top threes and he was not one of the Chevys I picked in my Chevy Brigade for the top three, so that really pissed me off. That last wreck was very detrimental to all of us. That last wreck crushed oh. us all, by the way. The gone race and everybody, that last wreck, we all we all text and, each other. And, and there are those of us that are still trying to figure out why we're Kyle Larson gonna, was scored in front of Bubba Wallace. That one on the show I still today. don't understand it, but... Group, group F, he was plus 275. The, uh, the Chevy, of course, plus 120. But how about this? We always talk about it, Jeff. Odds to win the championship. You and I said it. This is the, you know, if you can pick that guy, well, it was Ricky. 500 to one before the race, 40 to one after the race. Well, and you knew that was going to happen if somebody came in and did that. Because the one thing you pretty much know now is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is going to be in the playoffs. So you go into the season and you're thinking, well, there's probably almost little shot Ricky Stenhouse Jr. is even going to make the playoffs. Well, now, guess what? We got 20 Five well, races left in the regular and season. And number of winners in the season, all and, those things. And he's virtually this. clinched himself a spot in the playoffs. So, so uh, 40 to 1, and you know what? If he can manage to run well at a track that is not Daytona or Talladega, those odds are going to drop even more. Yes, they will. Um, as we said, longest Daytona 500 in history. Just got to give a little stat out on that. I, Wyatt was really excited about making sure we, we – 
pump that one, apparently. Uh, 530 miles with two overtimes. 52 lead changes. How about this? Karina gave us some great stats today. 52 lead changes. And actually, I knew this, but I, I, I didn't realize it was something that really to talk about. But uh, the Woods brothers were the last single car team. Remember when Trevor Bain won a bunch of years ago? JTG is a legit single car team. Yeah, and I'll tell you, you know, and I'm going to just be personal here for just a second. You know, I have known Tad and Great Jody people. for a long Great time. One, one of my best. And don't forget Brad Doherty. Well, and Brad Doherty, one of my there. best friends growing up, Stacy Compton, started his yep. cup career driving for Tad for and Tad. Jody Gachector. They're amazing, amazing people. And you're right, Brad Doherty, first African-American team owner to yep. win the Daytona 500. Uh, unfortunately, Brad was at the race, and his eyes were bothering him from some surgery he had, and he left before the race was uh. over. So uh, Brad wasn't even there to see it, but uh, a great basketball player Brad was, and now turned into a great team owner. Went to the wrong school, though. Uh, let's go to the results for Daytona 500. Both of you are not very good this year. So. <laughs> that We'd be talking about the Tar Heels and the Hoyas, but as a Hokie, I can't say much because we're not very good either. So Yeah, we're going to just go to the top 10 here, what we talk about on our show. Uh, Daytona 500 results was, of course, we had Ricky Stenhouse was 30-1, to 1, plus 850. Joey Logano, plus 400, was one of the favorites before the race. And and, you know, look really good all day. Seabell, plus 700. Uh, uh, best super speedway finish ever for Christopher Bell, not counting him winning on the Daytona road course. So, uh, at Daytona, Talladega, best finish ever for Christopher Bell. Only Toyota to take it through that wreck. And then how about some of these names, though, that was really kind of cool? You know, uh, Chris Boucher, another great run for RFK with him there. The Dinger coming out, starting his his. New Cup career again in sixth. Of course, Suarez, Blaney, Chastain. But how about we got to give Vegas love? It's on the screen. We got to give Vegas love. Our guy, Riley Herbst, baby. Way to go, Riley. How about Riley? First ever for, Cup Series race in a one-off. You, well, you ready for a stat on Riley Herbst? He is the first driver in NASCAR history to finish top 10 in his first ARCA West, ARCA East, Truck Series, Xfinity Series and Cup Series race. That sounds like a Larry McNugget. That is Where a big Larry McNugget. And, J- and and Riley Herbst, only driver in history to ever have a top 10 in his first start in all of those. Where'd you dig that one up? Don't you worry, man. I'm a stat master. Did Riley or did you ride? Did you ride back with Troy after <laughs> no, the race? I only no, rode there, with, only rode there the, with his yeah. daddy. I didn't get to ride back. Yeah, full I left disclosure: early. you got to hang with the Herbst on the ride to to hey, uh, Daytona listen, from Vegas. It's the Vegas connection. We, Vegas gets another top ten right there. I mean, come on, Riley. That's all, I gave him money last night because I ate at one of the restaurants last I night. Gave him money this morning, I stopped for fuel this morning. So, way to go, Riley. Got to give a little love on on Veasan here. I mean, come on, uh, we're the Vegas thrill, show. Thrill, got, thrill for Riley. Got to throw some love his way. Sunny D getting the top ten there. Way to go, buddy. That was that was cool. Yeah, and one other guy to mention, you know, a lot of the drivers were talking about the guy you have to watch out for on super speedways who is sneaky good is Chris Busher. I heard a lot of drivers saying mm-hmm. that before the race. Chris Busher coming in fourth. And you know, that team ran really well. Keselowski led a lot of laps in that race. In fact, I think he led the most laps in that race. I know why it's all fired that, that up. That is correct. It, and I was heartbroken. He did lead the most laps, yes. right? I believe he did. And so, I was heartbroken. 42 laps. Yeah. Yep. So I know why it was on the edge of his seat since he is the president of the Brad Keselowski cool. fan club. And how about this though? RFK, 42 laps with Brad, 32 laps with Chris. So they led, they by far dominated uh, the, the, the Daytona 500. So great job, but, RFK. But this week is when we start finding out if RFK is for real and, and who else is for yes, real. Yes, as we matter. all know, the real racing uh, we don't like to say Daytona's not real racing. Let's let me rephrase that. But the the actual racing that we're going to see more often starts this weekend, and of course the race is the Pala Casino 400 out in Fontana. Where is the Pala Casino? I've never heard of that. It's it's uh, south of the Speedway still. Oh, is it like right there in that 
no, San Bernardino no. County, or is it like out near Palm Springs, or what are we talking it's, about? It's south near San Diego. Oh, uh, all right. I was just curious. We and then of course we come out to your home, Mr. Motley, the South Point for or sorry, not the South Point four hundred, wrong race. Looking at your shirt, not the screen. Pennzoil four hundred. <laughs> looking at your shirt. There you go. We didn't. And by the way, we didn't text each other about our. Wow. Wardrobe today. We, we have very limited wardrobe we're allowed to wear without the jacket. Once again, professionally unprofessional. <laughs> then United Rental United Rentals Work United 500 at Phoenix, which as we all know is a big one because that's the championship round. The Ambetter 400 at Atlanta, Georgia. And then Circuit of the Americas. Go to a road course right off the bat out in Austin, Texas. Really fun start to this season. And remember, this is going to be the last race. They've been saying that for a couple of years now. Well, Let's well, put an asterisk. But this one is going to be the this last race. This one's going to be the last race at the famous two-mile oval of California Speedway. And I got to tell you, it's Sunday, 3.30 Eastern time. This is the last race. They're taking this race, and they say they're going to make it a half-mile short track because they've been doing so well at the Coliseum. They want to shrink it down. I'm bummed. Jeff, if there is one race that I would want to come out of retirement for. Well, you this know, and I've heard track. that from a lot of drivers, how much they really enjoy racing on Auto Club Speedway there in Fontana. Uh, it should be pointed out, since you are sitting here on the set, that probably one of the most spectacular crashes of it's your been, career it's, it was, was in one. the Winston West. If anyone's ever seen it, go to YouTube and Google <laughs> Brendan Gone Winston West crash at Fontana. And I believe it was in 1999 uh, or 2000. That would have been 99. 99 was, was to 2000. The, uh, Walker Evans um, car. Yeah. You see Brendan spinning, and the next thing you know, all you see is a big fireball. And if I remember correctly, your was it your your dad was like one of your either your mom or dad one was like, eh, he's okay. No, no, the 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 so I have a lot of eyebrow, like one, and I lost half of one in that because I used to wear my visor up and the fire blew through and I looked really goofy with, you know, one. And uh uh no, the spotter said my dad called Billy Holbrook the Batman, my spotter yep. to oh. my whole life, and and called the Batman and said, Batman. What's going on? Because California Speedway and the suites are right behind you. And Billy answered, I don't know, Mr. Gone. I can't see through the fire and smoke. I don't know if he got out yet. <laughs> That's probably not exactly. Let me give you the answer you don't want to give a parent to, to where their son is in a NASCAR crash. I with can't a big fireball. see him through the fireball. Fire, fire and smoke. I don't know if he got out yet. Holy cow. I just, I just watched that. That's a gnarly wreck. Oh, you just watched that? It is oh, a gnarly my wreck. And I didn't even know him then. I was like, oh, that's the dude from Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the dude from who Vegas. Who hit you? I, I'd only been here like a month. Yeah, no, it was, uh, that was a big wreck. That Brandon, a, who hit you? Uh, so, uh, Scott Gaylord started the spin. He, he left reared me going in, and then I lost my brake, so I, lo- couldn't, I came down the track. And then Gary Smith, I believe, was the guy that yep. he got hit behind by somebody, and we went fuel cell to fuel cell, and that's what caused the 70-foot fireball look like, you know, the mushroom cloud going up. And uh, I'll never forget, Parnelli Jones always told me it would be the day that you were going to retire is the day you have that crash. And he said, you'll know when that crash is, when it happens. And he You're says, like, I'm just getting started. He says, and all you think of is the family business. And I'll never forget that if you watch that video to the end, I'm laying in the grass. I've got two broken ribs, got half an eyebrow. And I'm in the grass, wind knocked on me going, oh, God, this hurts. And I looked over and I go, oh, that was a brand new car. We don't have many brand new cars. And I said to myself, dang it. I didn't think of the family business. I guess I still want to do this. And so, yeah, that was very early on. If I knew then what I knew now, I probably would have up then anyway we digress now. yes let's get into how guys have done at the at fontana raceway we got some track record stats and there are some great track records and it leads off with the man who has been great this season already for rcr kyle bush 23 races 16 top tens in 23 races pretty spectacular out there and kevin harvick good race 
28 races, 14 top tens. Yeah, you know, I think the interesting thing for Kyle is he's going to be going back there for the first time in a Chevrolet, um, unless he may yep. have run. Maybe he, no, he ran, ran a race or two in, in, in Hendrick early on. But, I mean, as far as Kyle at the top of his game, always done in Toyota with a different team. So I think that's going to be a little bit of a different challenge going out there with his new team. Kyle Larson, top um, 50% winning, 20% top winning, or 20% winning, 50% top 10. I mean, top five. I mean, he's pretty spectacular. And kind of a hometown track for yes, Kyle Larson, too. In fact, yeah, I think he's our defending champion of that race. All right. When we come back, guys, we're going to get into the odds to win the Pollock Casino 400 and all the great stuff that me and Jeff give you on Gone Racing. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Welcome back into Gone Racing. Three, two, we're, we're working on it. Thing. Wait for it. Well, there we go. It's a good thing it's, that Wyatt is not like a shot clock. Hey, listen. Well, I mean, last, year, there, last year I screwed him up on the time by yeah, accident. Listen, hey. Professionally unprofessional. Just we love it around right. here, okay? Yeah, but and and yeah. Why get, you know he, he runs paid, that does he, he run the clock more at the than women's basketball do. games? He gets paid more than we do. I don't know why. He, he, you know, he can't make mistakes. No, no. Sometimes if I was running the clock, we would never have a shot clock fight. <laughs> Every game, the shot clock doesn't work. World home or whatever it is, it's the it drives me nuts. Wait, sorry. Sorry. Hey, women's UNLV women's basketball. Uh, the the announcer. The and the court. most successful basketball team in this state. So. Absolutely. And but yeah, good thing he doesn't run the clock. Because it would be amusing. Yeah, you know, we should point out that he is an on-air radio play-by-play yes, guy, and he gives his time to sit behind the he, glass for us. He's, you know, we have the face for radio on front of the camera. We actually have a decent face for TV on the backside, but we just hide him back there because <laughs> if he beats us, he's going to get fired again. So, I mean, after last year, he's lucky he made it through. I'm not off to a good start right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Let's get to the odds to win. We 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 did talk a little bit about the guys that were really good here, and and there are a lot of guys that are good. And you said last year Kyle Larson, he is the reigning champion of this race. And there's a number on here I'm going to point out who finished second here in a minute. But we'll go through the odds. Kyle Larson starts starts us off at a plus six fifty. He is your favorite. Absolutely no reason why he should not be. Chase Elliott is plus eight hundred with Denny Hamlin right there with him. Bunch of ten to one guys. Ryan Blaney, Kyle Busch, Christopher Bell all at ten to one. Tyler Reddick, Ross Chastain, Marty Truex Jr., Joey Logano, all at 12. Then a decent jump there, Jeff. Kind of odd. William Byron, 18. Kevin Harvick, Alex 
Bowman, 20. Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace, 30. Daniel Suarez, Chase Briscoe, and Austin Dillon, 40. Ryan Priest, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. round out the top page at 50. But you remember who finished second in that race last year? Austin Dillon. Coming at the end, almost made a pass for the win. Um, really pretty strong. And third place, who led 18 laps, was on late on that board. Eric Jones at 30 to one finished third, led 18 laps. Really, really strong in that petty, you know, GMS uh, legacy, whatever you want. Yeah, to call it you last know, year. I think one thing about about this track in Fontana is horsepower is a big deal. Horsepower means a lot, and I think we've seen some of the Chevrolets. You know, they've kind of traditionally had maybe a little bit more horsepower than what we've seen out of the Toyotas and out of the Fords from time to time. And I think that's why we saw three Chevrolets with Larson, Dillon, and Eric Jones run top three last year. And I think you have to look at those guys. We know how strong those Childress and Hendrick engines are. And they really, really figured that out early on, even with the new car last year. Even though there were struggles throughout the season and everybody had to catch up, the horsepower part, they had that part figured out. Well, a couple things. Tyler Reddick led led the most laps last year, 90 in the RCR number eight. eight Chevrolet. And now Kyle Busch, with how strong he started the season, and he's got a decent number out there. You know, Kyle's at 10 to 1. That's nothing to slouch at. And another thing I'm looking at, you know, A.J. Allmendinger, who who we'll get to him on the second page here, but last year Daniel Hemrick ran this race for them and finished ninth in that college car. Remember those college cars looked pretty strong at the start of the season so Justin Haley had his moments all year long. There absolutely. were some races he was really good. So there's a lot of people here that we we could be talking about. Let's get to this second page. Brad Keselowski starts it off at 50. Eric Almirola 50. Ty Gibbs 80 to one. Noah Gregson 80 to one. Chris Boucher and Austin Cindric are right there. And the guy I just mentioned, Justin Haley, AJ Allmendinger at 100 to one. Um, I really, I I would. It's worth it to me, honestly. As strong as the ECR motors are. And looking at last year's results, I mean, Tyler Reddick leading, you know, 90 laps, the most laps of the race, Daniel Hemrick running so well there, Austin Dillon finishing second. I would not, I would be a little afraid to bet. And Dinger is great at California Speedway, don't forget. Well, you don't really have much to lose if you just wanted to go throw a couple bucks down on him. I mean, if one of those guys were to win, I mean, you could get an appetizer at Michael's if you were able to win that bet. So. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. I love that restaurant, by the way. So I, I can't give it a plug. I think it's the best restaurant in Las Vegas. But no, I mean, it's an example of where you can just bet a small amount and you could win a lot. And look, two bucks. Go on your South Point app. Two bucks. There it is. If you're in Nevada. You know, I mean, I just, I'm looking at some of these numbers and, and you kind of look look across the board. You look at some history. Look, Kyle Larson absolutely is going to be the guy you're going to say, you know, you know, the guy that's going to win it. But Kyle Busch, last 10 races at California Speedway. Seven top tens, six top fives with three wins in the last 10 races. He's 10 to one. You know, Joey Logano, seven top tens. Even Brad, what have you done for me lately? Brad has still got six top tens, five top fives. And RFK has had a great two weeks here, you know, with with what they've started off the season at. So I'm looking at some of these numbers going, you know, I'm not afraid to jump on some of these larger numbers, even though Kyle Larson's tough not to pick. But I do like some of these longer shots. Well, I think if you pick a Kyle, I think you got a really, really good chance. Absolutely. Because I do believe those two guys, I think, are the two to beat. I know that Kyle Bush is not the second favorite behind Kyle Larson in these betting numbers, but in my mind, it's Kyle Larson, and it's Kyle Bush. I'm with you right there. Let's get into our top threes real quick. And and you know, the top threes always, of course, mirror our 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 to win. Um, but still there's some guys out there that I'm telling you, I like the top three number. 
Uh, Kyle Larson starts it off at a plus 180. Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, the 230s. Blaney, Kurt Busch, Christopher Bell, the 300s. Tyler Reddick, Ross Chastain, Martin Truex, Joey Logano, 350. And that big jump again. And there's guys right here that are worth a lot. I mean, there's good dough to be made here. 500 for Byron, 550 for uh, Harvick and Bowman. Eric Jones and Bubba Wallace at 800. And then double digits. Chase Briscoe, Austin Dillon at 10 to 1. Daniel Suarez, Ryan Priest, Ricky Stenhouse, 14. And I go back once again. We only have one data point at this racetrack. Last year, this car. Eric Jones was third. Daniel Suarez was fourth. Eric Almarola was sixth. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse was 10th. Well, I mean... And keep in mind, too, a lot of these younger guys, they don't have a lot of races at Fontana. We didn't race there in, in 21. 2020. 2020. No, we did 2020. It was before, it was before COVID. But I don't that, think there's one race they didn't run. There was one year they skipped, sure they skipped, skipped Fontana. So a lot of these younger guys, I mean, we've only been running there one race a year anyway, mm-hmm. don't really have a lot of experience. Now, granted, the Kyle Bushes, the Denny Hamlins, the Kevin Harvicks, they've got a lot of laps there. The one that jumps out to me the most right up there, though, is Alex Bowman plus 550. Those Hendrick cars are always really, really strong at this racetrack. They've proven it. With Larson winning last year, heck, going all the way back to when this track opened, Jeff Gordon won the first race ever there. Hendrick has been really, really good, and their cars have always been good. Alex Bowman at a plus 550 for a top three. I kind of like that one. No, and, you know, I'm trying to go back through the stats here, Alex Bowman, but here, you ready for this? Six starts, one win, one top five, one top ten. His one top five and ten was a win. So, but he knows how to get the victory lane here. He knows to get there. I look at that Austin Cindric number. Austin Cindric finished fourth in the first stage, led twenty laps, was strong last year in the race. There's some guys for for the for the top three money that I do like. Let's get to and the Austin Hendricks. Austin Cindric was riding Uncle Mo going into Montana last year after coming off that Daytona 500, and he had, he had a decent too. day. He was twelfh, finished twelfth with a yeah. ninth and seventh. Uh, second page, we got Brad Kay starting it off with, I just gave you a stats, 14 to 1 with Eric Almarola. I just told you about him finishing sixth last year, 14 to 1. Ty Gibbs, Noah Gregson, Austin Sindrick, Chris Boucher all at 20s, Justin Haley and the Dinger at 25 to 1. I think it's going to be a long shot to get any further, you know, back out of that one. Um, you know, I, I, I do like, though, that 25 to 1 on the Dinger, I don't have him to win. Yeah, I mean, he's been strong everywhere he goes. I mean, we know he's going to be a factor. Those college cars, I mean, look, I thought I thought they were a team that, as the season went on, really started to get a little bit more comfortable with the new car. I mean, I, I think some teams caught on quicker. Like Trackhouse yep. got it really, really fast. College got it a little bit later on in the season. But they've all had so much more time to work with it. Two now veteran drivers, really. I mean, Justin Haley's been in the in the deal for three years now. So I think Almendinger or Justin Haley, either one, could be a really good value pick there. I do. And and I don't dislike Eric Almirola. Come, you know, finishing sixth last year, pretty strong. The, the, to me, this is going to boil down to, do you feel that the Chevrolets will have a shot to dominate like they did? Or do you think that Fords are going to show back up here? You know, I guess I somebody's got to beat the Chevys. To, to prove it to me, knowing how well Kyle Larson and his success that he's had at this racetrack here. And granted, he won some of those driving for Chip Ganassi, and I believe before he even got into well, – even before Chevy, maybe he might have gotten in there. I can't even remember. But I just think the Chevys right now, it, you got to beat them at Fontana. Well, and last year, Chevy, 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 Chevy. Four of the top five Chevy. Then you got the Fords, you know, dominated with one Toyota, and that Toyota was Kurt Busch. And he's not – but – Tyler Reddick will be in that car, and Tyler Reddick, who had good success there he last led year, led ninety so, laps. 
is so, right there. And these were the kind of tracks, though, if you remember, that just were tailored to Kurt. The, Kurt well, was so good. Michigan, he was always and, good. And let's talk about Tyler Reddick being tailored to Tyler Reddick. I mean, here's a guy, Tyler Reddick, we talk so much about about Alex uh, or, or Kyle Larson loving these places. How about Tyler Reddick? He does love these places also. This is his style place. Led it last year, 90 laps. Ah, that I. I kind of like Tyler Reddick down there, that Toyota. Well, and I don't think that's a bad pick at all either. I just think his odds are a little bit smaller than – I mean, we're talking about some of the guys with the longer odds. I'm I'm kind of leaning toward the Chevy guys, I think, more. Well, Red, I mean, Reddick's 350 for top three. I guess that is pretty, pretty low. Though. I don't know. All right. When we come back, we'll get to our head-to-heads and then, of course, Jeff and I's favorite, the group matchups. And uh, we dot, it looks like we only have top manufacturer. We don't have the uh, top guy in the manufacturers this week. So we'll get to our props, too, at the end. premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gaughan and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show for that matter? Check out the Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at vison.com forward slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR cup race. While you're there, catch up on all your favorite VEASAN shows as well. VEASAN.com forward slash podcasts. Mr. Jeff Motley. Hey, Wyatt nailed it this time. Yeah, he's, he's We're pretty the, close on this one. Do you know? It's getting better. Oh, I figure by the third segment, we ought to have it down. We might have right? it down. <laughs> Welcome back into Gone Racing. We, we uh, Jeff Motley, Brennan Gone. Sitting here they doing already, gone racing. Said that, they already no. said see, that. See, see, I can't. We got, I did we, the same thing last week because I couldn't get yeah, used no, to tough, not doing. Because our very first year, if you'll remember, uh, we were chastised for not introducing ourselves, right? You yeah. know, Brian, Brian Rogers, and yeah. Rick Jaffe, who were was here back in the That's day. That's the three man desk. Yeah, our man Ron Ron Flatter. Well, I think this was once you and I took over, and we no longer had Ron Flatter. That's when we That's really right. became professionally, professionally unprofessional. unprofessional. <laughs> Ron at least gave us a little bit of professionalism. Mike didn't make T-shirts with our professionally unprofessional. Only, we yet, only had so. the tagline for two. Still weeks. waiting for the T-shirts. They should be in, they should be in the right gift now. shop at, here at the South Point pretty soon. <laughs> well, welcome back in. Let's keep going with the betting here. We got the head-to-head bets at the Pollock Casino 400 at California Speedway, and and this now unlike last week, where although the pit crew used the head-to-heads to their advantage, they at least are not minus five like you and I. They are only minus three. Uh, you can make some money in head-to-heads, even if you just do a little bit. You can still find your way to the betting counter. So, Denny Hamlin is uh, not a lot of love, honestly, if you look at this. I mean, Denny Hamlin's got some love against a couple guys, but I noticed right off the bat, Kyle Larson is a minus 130 to Denny Hamlin's plus 110. That's a that, that's a lot of love for Kyle Larson on that screen. A lot it, of love. You know, and Big I'm, love. I'm looking at that, and... Honestly, I'm I'm not touching any of those. I really don't like any of them because I try to say, okay, who can I find that's on a plus line? I know our Uncle Brent says it's all about cashing checks, so maybe you go take Kyle Larson at minus 140 against Martin Truex Jr., but I don't really like doing that. I just That's just not my way. The only one up there that even remotely makes me go, hmm, is Chase Elliott at a plus 105 against Kyle Busch. But even I don't like that one because I think Kyle Busch has a great chance to win this race more so than Chase Elliott. See, we talk about doing the don't line all the time. And right now, if you do a don't line on on Kyle Larson, 
you have a chance to to maybe do something. I mean, you got a 120 with Truex Jr., a 120 with Christopher Bell, and a 120 with Denny Ham or a 110 with Denny Hamlin, and that's all the Toyota group right there. Well, so, and that's the whole thing. Look look at all those plus lines that have Toyotas. In yeah. fact, you see Chase Elliott is the only plus line up there in a Chevrolet. Every other plus line is a Toyota or a Ford, yeah, other than Chase Elliott against Kyle Busch on that that list right there. So I think that just tells you how strong the Chevrolets are at this racetrack, which by the way, always amazes me at how good the Fords are at Michigan, Michigan, which is so similar, similar to Fontana, but, but the Chevrolets are good at Fontana. I mean, what is it? The, the Fords fall apart when they cross the Rocky mountains. I don't know what it is, but these Chevys are so strong here. I, I, that is amusing actually. Now that you point that out and I'd never actually really look at that. So that's There's my your Jeff McNugget for the uh, day. Your Jeff there. McNugget. I do. I do like the the C Bell uh, at one twenty with how well he's starting off the season. Another another one of those guys. You know, we kind of always lump Kyle Larson, Christopher Bell, and Tyler Reddick in that group of guys that love these tracks that have multiple lines that can can fan out and run an inch from the wall. And and C Bell is one of those guys. C Bell a plus one twenty. If if you do the don't against. Uh, uh, against uh, Kyle Larson, I don't dislike that Molly. I mean, do you think that that is the dirt track background that yes those guys have? Yes, I've, I've, and not I've, that Reddick has thinking, a yes, not that Reddick has a huge dirt track background. Although I believe he he, he should have won the dirt race at Bristol last year. Well, and he does have a pretty good dirt track background. He comes well, from you go. so I mean it's it's I up like there it. in North Central California and a lot of like Kyle Larson, all those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to our group matchups and. Motley pointed out that Group A has a has a guy we haven't seen in Group A in a long time. Uh, you got Kyle Larson, your favorite, at plus two thirty. Denny Hamlin at two sixty five. Martin Truex Jr. and Seabell at three hundred. Motley Motley said Martin Truex Jr. Group A. I'm just saying it's amazing what a win in an exhibition race on a quarter mile will do for you. Um, I, I tell you, Kyle Larson plus two thirty in this group. Um, and again, I, I, and I know I sound like I'm beating a dead horse here, and it's it's just you can play it over and over again. He's the only Chevy in Group A. Well, I, I mean, and he's well, two thirty. Look, I'd have made him about plus one seventy in this. Well, group. and I was just going to say he's he's only plus one eighty for a top three. He's plus six fifty for the win, or plus two thirty in the group. And and it is against the three Toyotas. I I don't just I mean the top Toyota last year we just said was Kurt Busch in eighth. You know what I mean? And and when I look at down the board at anybody that led laps. Uh, no, no, not one Toyota led laps in the race last year. So I, I, I agree. I think that I, we normally stay away from group a, you and I always kind of go, that's a kind of a tough one to go to a lot, but two thirty, Kyle Larson, group a three Toyotas. I'm jumping all over that. The Westgate, yeah. uh, sometimes the Westgate doesn't, doesn't quite get their homework as you know, when there, we found some bets that, you know, you got to learn. Remember, we've always said that shop where you're going to bet. You know, you got to find the best odd, the best number. Sometimes you can find a nugget like that where the three Toyotas, not good at California against one Chevy, the guy that's pretty strong. No, absolutely. I love Kyle Larson in this group. I think I've said it enough. I I just, I think that's a great opportunity right there. If that car doesn't have a mechanical failure or get caught up in some accident in the race or something, uh, I I think he's he's one of the two, three guys to beat to win the race. And I don't think the other three guys in this group are, are the real title contenders here. Well, let's jump on into Group B, and Group B starts off with Kyle Busch in, the, in that new Chevrolet for him at plus 230, Ryan Blaney 285, Ross Chastain, and Chase Elliott 290s. You know, I'm liking favorites right now. Kyle Busch, man on a mission to start this season, and he's going to get it done. Well, I agree with that. I do like Kyle Busch in this group. Now, I, I know I've said this before on this show. There are the things that make me go, hmm, and here's something that makes me go, hmm. 
<laughs> Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott is plus eight hundred to win the race. Yes. Kyle Busch is ten to one to, to win, win the, the race. race. However, the in the head-to-head. Kyle is favored over Chase Elliott. And then look at this disparity right here. Kyle Busch, a plus 230, all the way down to a plus 290 for Chase Elliott. So I find that very interesting. I mean, I think, honestly, even though I do think Kyle Busch is the best one in this group right here, I think Chase Elliott at plus 290 is a pretty good value here. I don't disagree, especially going off of what you're saying. Then once again, the, the odds to win the race come from DraftKings. Our group matchups are coming from the Westgate, the Superbook. So you got to find out where you're shopping, what you're looking for. But Chase Elliott is the the, the co-fit, the second favorite right. to win the race at plus 800. But he's the dog in Group B. Uh, you got a 290 there. Might not be a bad one to take. But I like top the, the top and tail on this one. I like Kyle Busch. I like Chase Elliott. I think both those Chevys are strong. But I Kyle Busch has started this season off performing like a man on a mission, going to statistically his best track. I like Kyle Busch. And, you know, Kyle has a, f- a flair for the dramatic. Knowing it's going to be the last race on this track, I'm sure that's West kind Coaster, of a big deal. Not his West home track, Coaster. but, you know, we, we used to all come to the West Coast thinking all these tracks are ours. You know, it's kind of like Martin Truex Jr. when he's east of the Mississippi. All of them are his home track. It's like you come out here west, it's all their, their home tracks. It's kind of the same that joke situation. Never, that right? joke never gets old either, by the way. <laughs> you sure this isn't a Martin Truex home track somehow? No, I think, I think the, the line of demarcation is the Mississippi River. Yeah, but didn't they? We call like Kansas. Well, Kansas. I guess Kansas. Or maybe one there or something. Uh, I don't. I, anyway, <laughs> Wyatt just shaking his head, going, "Yeah, professionally." I was going to say, were we considering the Homestead and Daytona home tra- tracks for him? Absolutely. Well, okay. well why not? It's you east know. of the Mississippi. Very, okay. It, it, it was a running joke for years. It seemed like every track every the track announcer was like, "This is Martin Truex home." Tra- we go to Watkins Glen, or we go to New Hampshire, we go to Dover. Dover, just because it was like north of the Mason Dixon line, and he was from New Jersey and grew up right in the middle of the, all of them. It was his home track. Well, then some. Somehow Richmond became his home track because Denny Hamlin wasn't racing one week yeah. or something. <laughs> it was cra- it's crazy. All right, let's get to Group C. Group C leads off with our reigning Cup Series champion, Joey Logano at plus 215. Then you got William Byron, 295. Tyler Reddick, 295. Kevin Harvick, 295. What I see here is William Byron, at the, once again, the Chevy versus a Ford and two Fords and a Toyota. William Byron in this race last year, Motley, I don't know if you remember, started out super strong, led 16 laps, third in stage one, ninth, in, and then him and Kyle Larson, remember, got into the wreck with like two to go. Um, there were like 20 to go or something. They got into a wreck with each other. Well, it, it, like, it, it was kind of a little controversy because Larson kind yep. of roughed him up, and yep. Larson ended up, you know, kind of, well, actually, Byron got the worst of it, I believe, at that Yeah, because he finished 39th, 34th yeah. in the race. But I do like that 295 for William Byron. The only thing that has me spooked there a little bit that Tyler Reddick number, but I'll go off of what we've talked about with the Toyotas. You know, I like my Chevy drivers. So do I. Let's get to Group D before we go to break, and that's Daniel Suarez at two fifty-five, Bubba Wallace two fifty-five, Austin Dillon two ninety, Chase uh, Briscoe two ninety, and again, I'm I'm leading the Chevy Brigade here. But the only problem I have is Daniel Suarez fourth, Austin Dillon third, and Suarez was strong last year also. But the two ninety leans me at least. Lends me towards a little more return if I'm if I'm splitting a hair. Yeah, I think I'm with you. Um, but I do kind of put it down between Dylan and Suarez right here, and I'm kind of leaning Dylan just because there's more value in Austin Dylan. So yeah, I'm 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 with you on that one. And Brendan. Chase Briscoe was good last year. Like I said, he he led a bunch of laps, was strong, was probably the strongest Ford, honestly, and I can't remember what happened to him. Um, but I just Dylan that second place finish kind of rattles off for me there. 
All right, guys, we come back. We'll finish up groups E and F, get you to our manufacturer props and our picks when we return. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. is Gone Racing, VEASAN's premier NASCAR betting podcast. Here are your hosts, former NASCAR driver Brendan Gone and Las Vegas Motor Speedway's Jeff Motley. And we are back on Gone Racing, and that was a perfect count, by the way, by Wyatt on that one. I, was, I wasn't even going to pause. I was just going to go on the count, and it worked. He's the man. He's, he's getting it. Yep, he's getting you it. You know what? It's a proud moment for me today. I think I should just retire for the rest, rest of the day. He's wearing a Michigan. The UNLV, you know... Rebel well, I, guy is it, my, my dad went to Michigan, so I have a lot of Michigan, you know, influence. He came, he claimed family. I'll have to leave it alone. We have to might do some digging on that family channel. Right? He could, you know, it's like I don't. Michigan, Ohio State's one of those games. I think that I'd root for a power outage. I just don't really care for either <laughs> one of them. No, I just know that if you say Michigan, I'm going to say go Buckeyes, and if you say you know go Ohio, I'm going to say go Wolverines. I just yeah. I got no dog in the fight. So let's get back as we digress to what we do on the show, which is racing. And we are in group E in our group matchups, which of course, everybody knows this is our favorite stuff. And I love these two groups at the end here. We got Eric Jones leading the way at group E at 265. We got Ryan Priest and Ty Gibbs tied at 265. Brad K at 290. I can tell you right now who is salivating behind that glass with the plus 290, but I'm going to look at that plus 265 with Eric Jones Finishing third here last year. Second in both stages, by the way. Led 18 laps. That team is stronger this year than they were last year. I like Eric Jones. as I'm picking favorites right now. I'm, I, I can't believe I'm looking at all these favorites going, man, I, I am loving the favorites. Well, I don't disagree with you. I mean, I think if I, I'm not going to touch this group to me. I, I'm a little nervous about this one. But uh, if I were going to pick this group, it would be Eric Jones. And don't ask me really why I'm nervous because, really, I do think Eric Jones is – the guy that should win this group. Um, you know, it's possible that Wyatt could get overruled by Isaiah and not let him pick Brad Keselowski. You know, I think Isaiah has, has like veto power. Over I, like Isaiah's a couple not picks. here this week. Isaiah's so not I here. Did, but the rule is Brad has to get a top 10. Brad didn't get a top 10 at the 500, so I have to wait for him to get a top 10 okay. and pick him again. Led most laps. Come on, that I, didn't I was get you say, I mean, no. and, and it shouldn't count for Daytona because you can be the best guy out there and end up on your lid. Uh, Brendan was leading the race at Talladega one year eight. and ended up on his lid. As Moody so. said, I've won the, four, the Talladega and Daytona 497 a bunch of times. <laughs> uh, listen, Eric Jones, he's got a seventh, a third, and a tenth in his five races. 
and a 12th in the other one. And 12, So, I mean, Eric Jones strong. Love me some Eric Jones in this one. This is one of his favorite tracks. You might have just talked me into that one. Going going back. I just I, I like that Eric I Jones. I think I talked myself into it, too. Uh, let's go to Group F. And our main man is back in Group F, which I cannot believe. Austin Sindrick is 260. The Dinger at 275 with Boucher and Gregson all tied there. Chris Boucher back in Group F. What does the man have to do to get himself out of Group F at the Westgate? Come on, boys. And, and last week, he finished fourth That's in the Daytona saying. 500, and he didn't even win his group. Boucher is not a Group F guy. Oh. Even though he's in the Ford, I'm liking Boucher in Group F just because that that's awesome. But listen. That dinger sits right there, say, and, and that dinger number, dinger. it sits right there with that Chevrolet thing we've been talking about. But it's Chris Boucher, Group F. Who's cashed more tickets on this show for us? Yeah, but he's not going to do it at Fontana. I, I'm, look, I'm Ooh. going all in on the Chevys. I'm all in on Chevrolets. I'm not picking anybody that's not driving a Chevrolet this week. I might have to just put. Mark that down. Go ahead. You take you take Busher. We'll do our side bet, bet on Busher and Almondinger. No, I, but I look, look. Dinger is to me odds on the favorite at 275, but just Chris Boucher has how strong he's been running the last year and a half in Group F again. I mean, what give him some respect. What's the guy got to do to get pulled out of Group F? All right, our uh, manufacturer prop, the only ones we got this weekend, Chevy, of course, as, as Jeff and I have been, you know, kind of harping on this whole episode. The heavy favorite plus 110, Toyota plus 220, Ford plus 240. I'm not sure I agree with that at all. Um, I probably I like, would flip flop those two. I would too. But in the end, I still think Chevrolet is going to dominate this. So very, very difficult for me to say uh, to jump off that 110. And that is not enough for me to make a bet. I mean, that's that's a head-to-head bet with three people. I mean, I I just I I, I don't like it that much. Um, let's talk about the quickly the championship odds of, for this year because we've had one race in Jeff. The biggest, of course, mover we've seen. Ricky Stenhouse went to 41. We talked about that top of the show. Still not a lot of movement yet. Um, I think you'll see a lot of these guys on the second side of this page. If you're watching on the, on the podcast, we'll be coming down once they start winning, but that's, it's still too early right now for us to remember futures guys. This is where you hedge your bet. Take a peek at these. We're not going to talk a lot of time about it right now. We want to get to our picks, but, uh, Pay attention to your futures. Jump on these guys early because you know that their odds will change. Yeah, and the only thing I'd say is I think anybody below Kevin Harvick right now at eighteen to one, if they win a race, it's going to get those odds teens. the rest of the year. Absolutely, it's going to drop to teens immediately. So, all right, let's talk about how we did last week. Uh, like we Do said, we have to. We, well, listen, with one lap to go, there's a. But we were all sitting there, sitting pretty. I was I mean, a rich man with one lap. I had to two go. of the top three. We had things going well for us all. And then, for literally and figuratively, the wheels fell off. Uh, but the one winner, Boucher, once again, who cashed a ticket? Chris Boucher versus Ryan Priest. Uh, won two units for the pit crew. So they are in the lead with the minus two, where me and Jeff are sitting there already at a big goose egg on the board. Mm, so, since we go off of losers first, and I was the giant loser last year, it will be me leading off the show. I'm, la- I'm glad at least you break the tiebreaker on this. Yeah, you know, that's the way to break it. It's easy. I sucked last year. Uh, I'm going to do something I don't really do. I'm going to the race winner category. And I just look, Kyle Larson, I can't, I, I can't just leave Kyle Larson out there. I think he's too strong. Last race, home track, a lot of emotion, the Chevrolet connection, how well he's done. I'm picking Kyle Larson to win. Then I'm sticking in the group matchups for the rest of mine. I'm going to go group B, Kyle Busch, the favorite at 230. I'm going to go Byron at 295 in Group C. Was too strong there last year. I'm going to go Austin Dillon in Group D at plus 290. We've already talked about it. And then I am going to put 
Chris Boucher cashes too many tickets. Even though I talked about the dinger and how good I think he's going to do, give it to me, Chris Boucher. Jeff Motley, how say you? Well, I'm going to agree with you probably on a couple, and then I uh, might disagree with you on one. That's so, okay. uh, But I have decided to stick with all Chevys. I'm going to pick a top three. I'm going to take Kyle Busch plus 300 for a top three. I like Kyle there. And then the rest of my picks are going to be in the groups. I'm going Kyle Larson in group A at a plus 230. Uh, I'm in agreement with you on William Byron in group C. I'm also going uh, – no, I'm not going with you on the other ones. Uh, I'm going Eric Jones. Group uh-huh. B. You talked me into that, like by it. the way. No, I like so it. I'll give you credit for that. And then you and I are going to go head-to-head in Group F. I'm going to go with uh, the Dinger while you're going with uh, See, I, our man Chris Buescher. I scratched out my Eric Jones to give the Chris Buescher to go head-to-head. Because... And, and I scrapped out my Austin Dillon to take Eric Jones. Right. So right. there we go. Right. This, is going to be, this is going to be the matchup of the week right here. Group F, <laughs> who's going to win? Uh, for the pit crew picks, we're going with a long shot here to start off. Daniel Suarez to finish top three, 14-1. Suarez had a good run last yep. year. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Truex uh, over Kyle Larson. I'm going to bank on him. That hot start at the Coliseum in Daytona before he wrecked. Uh, Chase Elliott to win Group B at plus 290. Tyler Reddick to win Group C at plus 295. And I'm liking the Eric Jones pick to win Group E at plus 265. So he's going with the Toyota. He, we got a bunch of head-to-heads here. Me and you were going head-to-head with him on the Tyler Reddick pick. You got him. You know, I'm a head-to-head with him with the with – the, uh, Chase Elliott versus Kyle Busch. We're, so, t- we, okay. we're together on the Eric Jones pick there. But I tell you, I, I think if you're Truex against Larson, Truex should be getting about a plus 180 against Kyle Larson. I, I just think plus 120 well, is way too low. They have, they have Kyle at minus 140, so they've kind of well, given you the spread I on the other side. I guess that's the other way around, yeah. the other side. Well, that, there there we go, guys. There's our picks for today. I mean, Motley, we've left ourselves a bunch of time here to, to, you to know, pontificate. To pontificate. Pontificate, can that be our word? Well, we can't use. We don't have. We had no way to use the word penultimate this week. And we didn't use that is your favorite. We didn't use crapshoot because we had that last week. Which, but, I, but we didn't use it last week. I don't week. Even think I, we used I, it last I, week. But you, you, you guys were great. I danced my way around calling it a crapshoot. I think maybe we could just say, look, okay, we're glad there's gonna be a race this weekend in Fontana. But what we're really excited about is that we're coming here to our home, Las Vegas. The next week, the Pennzoil 400, triple header. By the way, we're going to have a hauler parade on Thursday night. The haulers are going to be right here at the South Point Hotel. They start right across our the show. street. That's They're right. going to be right across the street, go down Las Vegas Boulevard, and then we got three nights of racing, a truck race on Friday, Xfinity on Saturday. And Do you have the West Race this year? Uh, no West Race. No, okay. uh, ARCA Race will run in the fall. That'll okay. be uh, – and then on Saturday, right after the Xfinity Race, over at the Little Boring. Oh, we're going to have a Bandolero and Legends oh, race, and Bre- Brexton right. Bush is going to make his West Coast Bandolero debut. So Kyle is going to have to hustle from the – because Kyle Bush, by the way, is running all three races. He loves Truck, doing that, he loves doing that in Cup. Vegas. They're, they are – I forgot about that. This is the debut of of the West Coast debut of Brexton Bush. Poor kid. He's what, – what is he, eight? Eight. And he's got all this pressure on him already. They're aver- the Speedway is advertising. Brexton Bush. Okay, races. this is where I say on the air, you know, his dad did say, "Hey, can you put a race together for well, us?" So. I mean, you know, <laughs> listen, they're still advertising. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, actually, you know, what's funny is you're going to hate kill me for this. I am going to only be able to be there for your Friday night truck race. You're not coming. You're not. You're not being forced to be in the booth on Sunday. No, my son's racing. We got to be in Havasu. I guess I don't need to bring you a parking pass next week. No, I still need a parking pass because <laughs> I got something Friday, and you never know what's going to happen. You need an infield parking pass next week, then. All right, we're discussing business on the air yeah, here, anyway. so there we go, guys. There, there's there's our episode <laughs> for the Pala Casino 400. Uh, but last race at Fontana, last race on Fontana this, on this two mile track, one. opened the, in what 97? 97. Gordon, this is the only the race, race that I would have come out of retirement for. Kind of bummed. This is my favorite. Was one of my favorite tracks. Wyatt, good luck to your lady Rebs tonight. Top 23 team, top 25 in the country. 
24th in the country. There we go. So keep that going, Lady Rebs. And uh, we'll see you guys next week when we break down this one and talk about all things Pennzoil 400 in Vegas. Thanks for joining us, guys. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.